disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS Quarantine Edition. <laughs> um, so I know a lot of us are either under a self-imposed quarantine or a government-imposed quarantine, and that has caused a lot of us to work from home. Um, I've been working from home since 2018, so in large part, a lot of what is being called the new normal is not very new to me. Um, I have always wiped down the carts at the supermarket. That's why the cart wipes are there. They ain't there no more because you motherfuckers are acting crazy. But aside from that, um, you know, I've always bought shit in bulk, blah, blah, blah. But I've worked from home for a long time, right? And so there's this misconception about people that work from home or about working from home in general that is about to be dispelled for a lot of you motherfuckers right now. <laughs> it is often thought that when you work from home, you like lay in your bed and just rub the mouse and you don't really do anything. And oh, how great life must be because you work from home. That is not 1000% accurate. There are some amazing perks to working from home, um, like saving time on transportation, saving money on transportation, um, saving money on the dry cleaners, um, you know, obviously depending on what you do for a living and, and where you live. I One of the main things that drove me out of New York finally and unequivocally was the MTA and my commute to work. I just, I just could not fucking deal anymore. It just, it was bringing out the very worst side of me daily. And it was just way too much. I mean, it had gotten to the point where sometimes I was booking an Airbnb closer to my office just so I didn't have to deal with my commute. Um, so that is definitely one of the perks of working from home. That being said, Working from home puts you in a space, especially if you don't have an actual office in your in your home, um, where home and work begin to merge, right? And what should be your infinite sane and safe space starts to get blended in with your your workspace and if your work is if your workspace is something that can get extremely um chaotic or or high strung it's a lot to have that energy those competing energies in your living space all the time so here are some of the things that i do um as someone who works from home to try to keep a barrier between my home life and my work life so I have what I call a sane space in my apartment. Um, and it's not a cutoff space. It's a completely open space. Um, but it, it's one of those spaces where I can stand. I keep my sage there and I can sage 
and I can reclaim my time. If you're not a sager, that is completely fine. You just need a space where you can be still and your mind can rest. Part of my mind resting is in my staging process. And in that short time, it is a couple of minutes, I will reclaim my time. So whether it is I am not succumbing to everyone else's anxiousness um, or whether I am giving myself a pep talk because I'm running into roadblocks on something that I normally would be able to do with ease and I'm just like, hey, get out of your mind. Whatever I need to do to reclaim my time, to increase my calm, and ultimately increase my act to do my job, I do that in that same space. I'll take like five minutes and just totally reclaim my time. Um, another thing I do is I walk around my apartment, like I'll lap my kitchen. So my kitchen is an open plan. So it's, you know, there's two ways of ingress and egress, um, two ways in and out, sorry. And so I will lap my kitchen sometimes or I'll walk from end to end of the apartment. Now, obviously that depends, your living space will dictate what that looks like for you, right? Whether or not you're in an apartment and house, the size of the space, the amount of additional people in this space, I live alone. Um, so the, the amount of additional people in this space, but if you have four walls, then you have at least four corners you can walk to. And sometimes I will just get up, one, to step away from like a bullshit email that's setting me off. You know, <laughs> you send me some bullshit that makes me want to come through the screen. I will kindly get up from <laughs> my seated position and take a walk. Um, sometimes I do it just because I've been seated too long and I need to move my legs. Um, and you know, you gaze that for yourself. If you have a smart watch, that watch will gauge it for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will, I would just take a walk and it, it, it's not always about anything. Sometimes it is just to get up and move my legs. Um, the other thing, one of the other things I do is I, I'm an avid water drinker. I always have been. I am a super proponent of it, especially when you have a desk job. When you have a desk job, you tend to snack more often. doesn't matter if you work from home or if you work in the office. You inherently begin to snack more often. Um, when you drink more water, one, it keeps you full of longer so you're not having such snacky cravings. But two, it causes you to have to go to the bathroom often. So you are not seated as long, right? You're getting up moving your legs, getting the blood flowing. So these things are important. So I also do that at home, which reminds me, I need to go downstairs to my car and get another case of water out. <laughs> so that's another thing that I do. Um, the most important thing that I do and the most important thing that I can implore people who are very new to working from home to do is to respect your stop time. It sounds crazy, but like I said, it is a misconception that people that work from home don't really work. People that work from home tend to get into a habit of working more than people that work in their office, right? Because the work is always in your face. The work is always there. You can always see it. But you need to respect your start time. I work in the healthcare industry, so once the whole COVID-19 thing really blew up, I knew that I was going to be working more hours than normal, um, and I was okay with that. I made the decision 
that I would start a little earlier and end a little later. Or, you know, I would negotiate my time depending on how I started my day. But I knew ultimately I would be working more hours a day. And that's, and I'm okay with that. That's completely fine. Um, but I respect my stop time. Once, you know, like I said, I, I negotiate how my day is going to, where my day is going to end by where I started. So if I decide that on this day, I'm not working past 630 Eastern, I'm not working past 630 Eastern. That's, I'm just not. If I'm not working past 7 Eastern, like whatever time I decide is the right cutoff time for what my workload is for the day and, you know, whatever um, I'm walking into from the overnight barrage of emails and notifications and warnings and this, that, and the third, um, I decide from there what's going to be a good stop point for me. It's very important to respect that stop time. It's akin to you getting up from your desk and leaving to go home. It's so, so important to have a stop time. If you don't, you don't have any time for yourself. It is the same as if you worked in an office. You need to step away. You need to make sure that you are also keeping your you time. You can't let the fact that work is now in-house make it so that work... um, governs every aspect of your life that cannot become your truth you have to respect your stop time the way i reinforce respecting my stop time is moving my laptop out of eyesight for me if i can see my laptop it's open the screen is lit up i will naturally start to think of other things that i have to do for work I might even be so brazen as to start doing it to get a jump start on it, right? We don't want to do that. Um, You want to remove that laptop from your eyesight. Close it, block the screen, whatever you need to do. Move it out of your eyesight so that work is now over. You don't want to be consumed by work now that work and life, work and home are in one space. I think the key to surviving what is the quote-unquote new normal, um, especially in regards to working from home and having kids being educated from home, is try to maintain normalcy. Normalcy is what's going to help you get through this um, without losing your shits completely. If you have kids that are at home, um, I know a lot of kids are being homeschooled, And I don't mean like by their parents. I mean like schools have set up the online learning model that a lot of us use for like a class or two in college or for continuous learning, continuing learning. And so a lot of the the kids are doing that. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. So that they also maintain their normalcy also, right? Because kids need regimen. They need it regimen. They need regimented schedules. Excuse me. They need um, structure. It's very important. So that is good that they have that still going for school. But where you run into your issues are going to be with your extracurriculars because we are not allowed to congregate in groups right now. So if your kid is an athlete or a mathlete, you know, your kid plays chess on the chess team or if your kid's a, a musician, um, Honestly, they they may be all right if if they've got like private music tutors, but that aside, if your kid's a musician, um, 
just in general, your child may not be able to participate in their normal extracurriculars, right? And so the key becomes in trying to figure out a way to even maintain a normalcy for their extracurriculars. Now, as I've mentioned a million times before, and I will say it again, I am not a parent. I am a single woman who lives alone. I have an abundance of siblings, nieces, nephews, cousins, and I was an educator. So do not, <laughs> do not let the fact that I am not a parent give you the impression that I do not know what it feels like to have to deal with children for a long, long, long damn time. And shout out to my educators because I know that it's hard enough to try to, you know, wrangle the kids in when you have them physically in front of you and you can better assess what the, you know, what their struggles are. I know that it is definitely a bit of a barrier to do that um, online. So just, you know, shout out to y'all for pushing through. Um, back to the point though, the struggle is going to come with really trying to keep structure with their um, extracurriculars. And so to that, I implore you to get as creative as your your time and space will allow. So it's always going to depend on how many children you have, right? How many different extracurriculars you're trying to cater to. Um, but I have faith that everyone will sort it out. But I will say you want to dedicate like an hour a day after work and school to try to keep the extracurricular structure. Um, my cousin, his boys play basketball. He's always been exceptional at finding ways to keep them active in their extracurricular, even when they couldn't be at their extracurricular. So his wife posted a video yesterday. They live in an apartment building and he had the boys doing you know, their, their, some of their drills running up and down the stairwell with their basketball um, and stuff like that. So, you know, based on your living situation, if you're in an apartment building versus having a yard for you and your family, um, sort out the best way that you can create that extra hour, uh, that hour of extracurricular structure for your child. If your child is someone who doesn't, Partic uh, participate in extracurriculars. This might be a good time to see, you know, what floats their boat and finds their lost remote and maybe steer them into an extracurricular. For those of you with older children who maybe they're old enough to work, right? But they don't have essential jobs, so they're not at work. It's going to be a little more challenging trying to figure out a way to keep, you know, that extra time of the day structured, but I implore you to try, whether it be, you know, exercise, you know, home exercise together, um, maybe a favorite TV program together. I do want to tell you that I don't want any of us to fall completely prey to the idiot box. Um, so, you know, make sure that if it's going to be the TV time that you do with your older Children, make it TV time that's worthwhile. Um, one that they'll enjoy because you want them engaged, but something that they'll also get something from, right? So we don't want it to be completely Real Housewives of who the fuck cares, Real Housewives of the Containment, okay? We don't want it to be completely that 
while they are home. Um, maybe institute an hour of reading in your household. Um, I'm, I'm an avid reader. I always have been. So the minute I got word that containment was, was, <laughs> was fitting to be the vibe, I ordered mad books from Amazon. And honestly, it was all just perfect timing because it is all stuff that I can use for work. And it is all stuff that I can use um, to hone my, my skills and, and improve on, on my profession. So for me, I was like, cool, I'll actually have more time to get this reading done because um, it can't go nowhere. <laughs> so, you know, maybe institute an hour of reading or an hour of writing or an hour of something creative. Maybe use an hour that you all can learn something new in your family. You know, like it'll be an hour of maybe Google and YouTube or learning about photography or something like that. Keep it creative. Keep it fun. You know your family better than me. The point is to make sure that that extra time that would have been spent uh, at an extracurricular or at a job or at an internship is still a structured amount of time. Again, normalcy is what's going to help you get through this quarantine without completely losing your shit. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to struggle the minute that this all affects my ability to have a proper in-house brunch. Like, even if I lose my outdoor turn-up brunch, that's not going to phase me because I have a lot of my brunches indoors in my damn house by my damn self. So, if I am, like, the minute that becomes overly affected is probably when I will have my little breakdown of, motherfucker! But until then, <laughs> until then, I'm pretty much, I'm in a good space because my family's well. I do have family that are in countries that are in government imposed um, quarantines. And I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate that they are well. Um, I hope that all of you who have family and friends who are in places um, that are severely impacted um, and under government quarantine, that they are well and that they're staying safe and adhering to precautions. Um, yeah, and I just, I hope that this is over sooner than later. But those are just, you know, some of my little tidbits for getting through this without becoming a neurotic nut job. I know I've lost some of you already. Some of you are already on team. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my shits. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I can reel you back in and everybody can find a still and a peace in this time and use it effectively and constructively and not lean into all of the fear and mass media crazy that is coming with this more so leaning to all of the good that could come out of this like family time improving your skill set adding to your skill set at the end of the day when this is all said and done I want everybody to come out of quarantine swinging. Like, nice. I was just laying low. You know what I'm saying? I was in the gym shooting. I was getting my game tight. And then when it's time to resurface, that you come back even better than, you know, when you went in and you're able to accomplish even more than when we came in for quarantine. So I hope that um, these tips are helpful. And... Um, 
I hope that everyone's staying safe. Thank you to everyone in healthcare, telecommunications, in retail, everyone that is still keeping the day going. Um, you are appreciated. Everyone who works in the background to keep the logistics of what you see in the forefront moving. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are appreciated. Um, until next time, sis. Y'all stay safe and you have a good one.